Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Amanda. And I'm Hannah. And if you're new here, hi, welcome. If you like things strange and unusual and true crime, you can go ahead and hit the subscribe or follow button. You can also head down to the description box where you'll see a link that will take you to our social media like Twitter, Instagram, and all that jazz. And all that jazz. Yeah. Okay, guys. So, we're back. Um, It's been a couple weeks. And we almost didn't have an episode this week. It's just been... A rough month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so for those like I didn't really tell anybody on the podcast, but um, I guess we'll explain it now while we were why we were gone. So um, August eighth, my husband went to a um, what's the word I'm looking for? Training mm-hmm. thing, and while he was gone, like the day that he left. Um, I decided that I was going to take a pregnancy test because I was a little late and, um, I asked Hannah, I was like, Hey, come over. I'm going to take a pregnancy test. I'm sure it's negative, mm-hmm. you know, yada, yada. And this is on August 8th. So she came over and <laughs> it's funny now, but, um, I took the test and like immediately when I, when I peed on it, like it was positive and I came out the bathroom and <laughs> I just looked at her. I don't really remember, but she said I just looked at her, and she was like, no, and I said, dead ass. Yeah. <laughs> and so, we were pregnant. Um, we were super excited. You know, it was scary because we weren't expecting to have another kid. This was not planned, but, I mean, you know, we were excited and um, told my husband and everything, and he was still gone for two weeks. So, fast forward to... The following Tuesday after that, um, I started to have a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. So we went to the doctor, me and my sister did, um, because my husband was still gone, so I wanted somebody to go with me. I was, you know, bleeding a little bit, but we got to see the baby, and there was a heartbeat and everything, but unfortunately, the doctor said that I could still have been actively miscarrying, and maybe that's why the baby had just, you know, was still there, and Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, a few days later, I went back to the doctor on Friday, and I had miscarried. Um, my husband was with me then. He came home. And so, it was a rough, it was a very emotional two weeks. Like, that was the longest two weeks of my life, and also, like, the most emotional two weeks of my life. Like, it just everything... Finding out you're to finding out you're pregnant to finding out you're having a miscarriage like everything, mm-hmm. it was so quick. So it happened so fast, yeah. And um, so anywho, that is what we went through. Um, and then after that, actually, what's crazy is <laughs> the day that I found out I was having a miscarriage, um, I got two job offers, which is really weird, mm-hmm. and I wasn't even like. I didn't even care. Like, I just kind of was like, okay, yay, great. I put them off to the side. And then I emailed the companies back, you know, a week later. Explained to them what was going on and why I didn't reply all, all you know, um, right away. Suddenly, and yeah. They, they said they were sorry and everything and um, went on with the process of um, application process. And I have a job now. (laughs) So, a lot has happened in the past three weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So I got hired onto a film company for a photo editing job. So hopefully we'll be able to still push out some content for you guys, but it's going to be um, a little harder. A little harder. And I just got to get in the swing of things um, to see, you know, how, how I'm going to be able to do research and stuff like that. But um, yeah, so that's what happened. Um, we were very sad about it. And, um, you know, it was just... It was a lot, and, it, and my husband and I are still, I've cried so much, and, you know, he has too. He's, he's take, he took it a little harder than I did. I think it's because I kind of knew, like, I, you know, it's my body, and I can tell, you know, something's wrong, and um, I just knew that we had lost the baby, but I think he still held out hope until we had that sonogram that Friday, and then nothing was, was there, you know, everything was, it was, was gone, um, Luckily, I did, you know, I guess you say, people say luckily, um, but, you know, I, I didn't have to have a procedure or anything like that. Yeah. My body passed um, everything naturally, so that was a good thing, I guess. But uh, we've talked about it, and I think we're going to actually try for a kid this time. Um, it kind of made us see that we did want another kid, even though we thought for sure we were done. But as most of you know, like my... My son is my husband's stepson, which doesn't really matter because, I mean, he treats him like he's his own. And then um, my daughter is the only one that me and my husband have together. So I think he's wanted another one. I just I think we both wanted another one, but we both thought the other didn't, so we never really talked about it. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, so that's what happened in those two weeks. Um but everyone is okay as far... Because I know some people were probably thinking, what's going on? Like, I said there was some family stuff that happened. But everyone is okay. It's, you know, here. Um, my husband, Hannah, you know, nobody has... Nobody has passed away um, or nothing like that, in case anybody was thinking that. Um, but, you know, I mean, we did... Ultimately, we did lose a kid. And mm -hmm. that's what's crazy. Like... I know people, and people have been like, well, at least it wasn't, you know, stillborn, or at least you didn't have the child, and then they die, and or at least it wasn't 12 weeks along, or your second trimester, or whatever, yeah. but it's still, it's still painful yeah, to know that. you shouldn't measure your grief with other people's grief. Exactly. Period. And Never do that. Yeah. Like, I, I am you know, I'm glad it happened when it happened. At least it wasn't longer, longer in the pregnancy, but at the same time, I didn't want it to happen at all, you know. Yeah, um, everybody does. But, yeah. So, I'm going to stop rambling, um, but I just wanted to let everybody know what was going on and about the whole job thing. Like I said, we'll try to push content out for you guys, but it might be sporadic, especially when I'm trying to get in the swing of this new job, because I don't really know what it entails. Like, I know what the title of the job is, but um, I kind of don't really know what I'm going to be doing. And I know the first like week or so I'm going to be training. So it is a remote job, though, so I will be at home. But um, so that's a good thing. So hopefully that means, you know, I can do some research and stuff like that. But today we have kind of a short one for you guys. This is really short. I threw this together in like maybe an hour. Um, and it's not a very big Thing. If you saw the title, you, you some people might know what this is. It's The Bell Witch. Uh, I think there's even movies about this and, like, shows or something. I know there's yeah. a, 
even in Coraline, don't, don't they call her the Bell Witch or Bell something Witch, like yeah. that? But that has nothing to do with this. <laughs> um, I didn't know that. Is it a true story? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. So this is a true story. Um, this happens in Red River, Tennessee. This is in the 1800s. And they call her they call her the Bell Witch because this happened to the Bell family. Um, and it all started in 1817. John Bell was the dad of this family. And he was, like, walking through the woods one day on the property. And he saw this strange animal. It's kind of like a, a dog, but also had, like, big ears like a rabbit. And mm-hmm. it just looked really, really weird. So he tried to shoot it because he had his gun on him. And he was like, yeah, I don't know what that is. So he shot at the creature, animal, whatever, and um, it disappeared. So he was like, okay, that's odd. You know, so he went on about his day. Well, later on that night, John and his wife Lucy and their nine kids, they had nine kids, which I'm not trying to get that get to that level. Yeah, good um, <laughs> so they had nine kids. But um, they all started hearing things outside the house. So they started hearing like, taps on the windows and scratches on the walls and things like that outside the house which they thought it was either an animal or like you know the wind blowing um like trees hitting the side of the windows or whatever Mm -hmm. um so it wasn't until a couple weeks later they started hearing things in the kids rooms so the kids would start hearing sounds of like wings flapping on the ceiling in the room. Mm. And then they would hear, uh, like, scratches uh, kind of, like, on the bedpost. They thought that they had, like, rats or something like that at first. Yeah. And so they'd wake up and look, and the parents would come in and look, and there wasn't anything there. They would also hear, like, um, dog growls and things like that under the bed. And um, just a lot of crazy stuff. That was the first couple of weeks. And then, of course, as everything happens, it just continues to escalate. Eventually... The kids started showing signs of, like, abuse. So, like, physical abuse. They would have... It really happened to the um, the oldest daughter, Betsy. She was 12. It happened to her a lot. Like, she would get her hair pulled. She'd get slapped in the face. And there'd be, like, a handprint. The covers would be ripped off the beds. You know, the kids were sleeping in. And we've heard of that before in different haunting um, episodes and things like that that we've done. And, um then eventually it got so bad that Betsy was getting like punched in the face and she would have marks on her and scratches Mm -hmm. all over and some of the other kids would have scratches on them too so John was afraid that if the kids told anybody or if they told anybody in the community that maybe they would think that they're abusing their kids so he at first he told them let's like keep this hush hush because everybody's gonna think you know we did this um And so he was like, which I totally agree with, you know, unless they were getting abused. But mm-hmm. later on, we'll find out there wasn't any, like, signs of abuse. Um, so, some of the kids, though, um, said that they, I guess it was the smaller ones. They said that they don't remember, like, hearing anything or anything like that. But it happened to a lot of the older ones. And I don't know the situation. Like, I don't know how many rooms this house had or anything like that. But this family was pretty well known in the community as a family that wasn't, like, you know, sometimes we have these 
episodes where we talk about families, especially back in the 1800s or whatever, where there was stuff going on. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, those were the weird people of the community or something like that. So nobody really believes them. But the Bells were actually, like, not prestigious community members, like, rich, but they were well-known. And people knew that they wouldn't, like, lie about stuff like that. So in May of 1818, they've pretty much spent a year enduring all this. And at this point, John's like, okay, we got to tell somebody. So they tell their neighbors... And they get their neighbors to come over and, like, spend the night. Because he's thinking, okay, if they come spend the night and stuff happens, then we're not crazy. But if they don't see anything, hear anything, are we losing our minds? Like, what's going on? So, they do. The neighbor comes over and it pretty much validates everything that's going on. Because they start hearing in the middle of the night, like, the growls. And um, they start experiencing the sheets flying off the bed and everything. So, they're like, okay... At this point, after this, John decides to tell more people in the neighborhood about it. And that's when people start coming in from, like, all over the community. They have different, um, like, priests and people that... They didn't really have, like, paranormal investigators back then. But they did have people that would come and do, like, seances and stuff like that Mm -hmm. in different houses. They never did a seance in this house. But they would have people like that come, like, clairvoyant people and stuff like that. And so when they would come, of course, they would start talking to the spirit, which is always a bad idea. That's a stupid idea. But they started talking to the spirit, and at first, the spirit would contact with, like, um, taps. Like, they would say, uh, tap knock once for yes or two two for for no. So it would contact that way. Then it eventually started contacting by... um, writing thing like uh not writing but um carving things into like the the walls, the walls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and eventually towards the end i don't know how many months this took but after so many months uh the spirit got to where it was talking Man. in the house this is like a very yeah strong spirit yeah like i've never heard this much so it stuff. got yeah i got to where it was talking in the house it was talking to where you could understand it clearly and um which is crazy to me because I've never heard that before. But it said that the first, the spirit, um, like they asked her if she was, what was it? Oh, oh, yeah, they asked her if she was um, dead or a spirit that, that had died or whatever. And she, she, I say she and you'll understand why in a minute, but the spirit... Um, claimed that it was a woman, but it was a woman that had been done wrong and had been disturbed and, you know, stuff like that. Which mm-hmm. the Bells kind of already knew that because, you know, it must have been angry or something. Um, over some time, the Bells decided just to live with a spirit. She did have times of anger. She had spouts of anger and things like that. But eventually she started, like, pulling pranks. Like, it was different things she would do. She also knew a lot of gossip in town. Like, That's hilarious. It's really weird because two preachers came to the house. Two different, um, they preached at two different churches. Mm -hmm. So they came to the house and they were, like, asking these questions. Well, the spirit knew the sermons that they had been performing that day. Like, it was two different churches, but she quoted each sermon from the preachers that they had, mm-hmm. from the sermons they had preached that they day. Preached. So it was really weird. Like it was yeah. things 
And then she would say things that people were going through in town that nobody knew about. Like, people would come over because, you know, everybody wants to see the spectacle, see the you know. Ghost, yeah. And so people would come over and she would start saying things that no one in town knew about, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So it was just really crazy. John wanted to know what the spirit wanted, though. He So he was like, who are you? Like, what's going on? Like, he thought if he could help the spirit, then she would leave. So he finally asked her one last time, who are you? Like, tell me who you are. And she tells them that I, at this point, she says, I'm actually not a spirit. I am a witch. Mm-hmm. And I'm a living person. Oh, so that okay. led to the Bell Witch because she claimed that she was a person that was a witch in town and she was just using her abilities to, I guess, talk to someone. Talk to the people. Like, come yeah. to, I don't know how that works, but whatever. Um, so at first, they. She said that she was a woman named Kate Batts. And the family knew this woman because she was actually somebody that they had had some kind of, like, riff with. John actually had problems with her, I think it was her um, brother-in-law or something like that. But he never really had any problems with Kate, although she didn't like the Bells. And some people said that she was a really, like, testy woman and she was rude and mean and stuff like that. And... But there was no, there was never any signs of her, like, actually uh, practicing magic or anything like that. So, they didn't want to, like, rush to conclusions because the spirit had lied before. So, they just decided, okay, we're just going to kind of keep that in the back of our heads. Like, this could be her. And if things escalate, we'll confront her. But they never really did, I guess you could say. I think the mom confronted her at one point later on, but she she told her like, "No, I wouldn't. I'm not doing this to your family. Like, yeah. th- that's not just because I don't like you doesn't mean I'm gonna, you know, curse you or whatever." Um. So, there are some rumors that hundreds of people visited this home, even Andrew Jackson and some com- and some soldiers. Um, and Andrew Jackson's like the president, so wow. he, yeah. There's the, the there's rumors that he actually came there with mm-hmm. soldiers because there was like this spirit in the woods that stopped their carriages and stuff and like told them to come that way. It was mm-hmm. weird. And so when he got there, there was things happening like there was a spirit talking to them and and you know all the stuff that had been going on in the house. This could 100% be a movie. It, well, I mean, it has been a movie. They've made a movie out of it before. I oh. just can't remember. I've like seen... I've, I know they put, like, some stories about it, but I don't know if I've ever seen, like, a real movie. Yeah. That I don't know. But I have. I swear I've seen something that has Bell to do with this. Witch? It's got to be The Bell Witch. Like, the movie. I don't know. We'd have to look that up. I didn't look it up. So... The witch actually loved the mother, Lucy. So, she liked her so much that when Lucy was sick, she would, like, take care of her. She would kind of lead people in the direction of, like, what medicine she needed to take or or what she needed to do in order to get better. However, she did not like John. And John, over the years, would be sick on and off, like, a lot. Like, sometimes he would be so sick that he would have, like, a high fever or he would have, like, these 
um, lesions on him or something like that. Or sometimes he would just have bouts of um, like passing out and things like that. Mm-hmm. So things get pretty bad on December 19th, 1820. John Bell slips into a coma and his son rushes to get some medication that he had been taking that the doctor had prescribed. When he goes to get this medication, all he can find is this vial of, like, weird purple stuff. So, he goes to the doctor, and he tells the doctor, like, what is this? This is not what he's been taking. Um, and at some point, the witch says that, that she switched out the medicine for this, and that's what he's been taking, and it finally will do him in, is what she says. Mm. And so, the doctor was like, okay, well, let's give this to the cat. So, they give it to the cat to see if it's, like, poison or something like that. And Poor it is. Kitty. The cat dies. <laughs> <Aww>. Yeah. <laughs> so, the cat dies, and they're like, holy shit, this is poison. I'm sure they didn't say holy shit, but you know what yeah. I mean. Holy shit. This holy is poison. <laughs> so, the cat dies, and they're like, okay, this is poison. Well, they try to do everything that they can, but unfortunately, John dies a couple of days later mm. by poison. Um, so, things after this pretty much calmed down like at one point Betsy the oldest daughter she's like 13 no she's 15 now and she's dating this guy who's like 20 which isn't uncommon back then and they're gonna get married well the witch doesn't want her to marry him and she like messes with their relationship so much that Betsy finally just like calls off the engagement and lets him go even though she really loves him because she's scared that he's gonna die. It's almost mm-hmm. like she only likes the females in the in the house and she doesn't want the family to separate. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. And so Betsy eventually just lets him go. She stays in the house and then things eventually just completely quit. Like mm-hmm. the witch stops. She tells them though before she leaves finally Um, that she's going to be back in seven years. And she keeps her promise because seven years later, in 18, it was February of 1827, she comes back only for a few weeks, though. Like, she comes back to the family and she's, like, scratching things. But she's not as, like, things are not as strong as they were. There's no, like, um... They can't hear, like, words or anything like that. But there's just scratches going on and how it kind of all started. And so, she leaves again after that. She does say that she was going to come back in 107 years. And we don't really know if she did or not. There were descendants of the Bells. But they don't, they're not, like, nobody got, like, famous or anything out of this. Yeah. Nobody got, like, famous or anything out of this. There are some ghost tours that you can go on on the property. And I'm pretty sure that the property is still in, like, a descendant name. Um, But, yeah, I mean, nobody got rich or anything. So, it's not like, you know, we know anything about them. So, some of the theories, though, are that Kate um, Bats was not the the, the one that I told you about. She was not the one that was doing all this. Actually... They think it might have been a man named Richard Bowell. So, he was a teacher that taught all the kids. But he was in like his 20-something, 30-something. He was an older, older man. Mm -hmm. And when Betsy was 12, he was like infatuated with her. Mm -hmm. So, 
some of the kids in the community said that they would see him like speaking in a different language then they wondered if maybe he was conjuring something mm-hmm. and all this is a theory but um so everything that started happening Betsy and him were like he was getting close to her but I don't think she was very interested in him and she didn't have like a boyfriend or anything well when Betsy started dating the guy that she was engaged to that's when all this started happening because hmm. they started dating when she was like 12 and then they didn't get engaged till they were 15 or till she was 15 so when she was 12 she started like liking this guy I can't remember his name liking this guy and like dating him and stuff and so that's when all this started happening well, when she broke off the engagement, that's when, when it stopped. It stopped. Mm. Then, come to find out, years later, after Betsy gets older, moves out of the house, whatnot, she actually marries the guy, the that guy? the um, the teacher. teacher? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And so people are like, maybe he summoned like a poltergeist on the family, and. That's why, you know, all that happened. And that would explain why he was trying to get John out of the picture. Because John was, you know, the dad. And he wouldn't approve of some really older man marrying his little girl, you know. Um, So, that was just one theory. But, to still to this day, the old homestead's still there. And people go for, like, ghost tours and things like that. And they say that they hear scratches and stuff like that. Um, But nobody ever has seen the bell witch or talked to her since then so yeah i wonder why they didn't go and confront her if she was like a real person like why didn't they go and be like well at one point i remember this because i've heard this story before um like i said and i said this at one point the mom does go to kate Mm -hmm. who they think it it was when john gets sick and she goes to her and she's like you know please stop this stop stop doing this and um she tells her like if i wanted to kill basically she tells her if i wanted to kill him i would have done it like i wouldn't she's like i'm not a witch i wouldn't have done this you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like so i don't think that maybe um, it's not because i mean honestly she already told them in the house why wouldn't she be like yeah well i'm doing this and mm -hmm. like That's that's a little And that's weird why they never really went to her because they were like, Well, she could be lying. Because there was at one point that the witch even uh pulled a prank where so one of the kids was outside with his friends and they were digging holes in the yard or whatever, like on the property. Well they accidentally dug up some bones mm-hmm. and they were like, you know, playing with the bones even though you shouldn't do that. But they're kids, whatever. So they took one of the bones inside. It was like a jawbone or something. Mm. And they were tossing around the house, which is really weird. But, um, so the bone jaw shatters and then a tooth actually ends up under the floorboards of this jawbone. So the witch says that those were the bones of hers that they disturbed and that she knows that there's a tooth under the, um, floorboards and she wants them to put everything back the way it was and she'll leave so john spends like days digging up his floor basically because he remembered that there was a a tooth under there because he he got the job he told the kids he was like y'all don't need to be doing this shit basically and he was like y'all are dumb so he got the jaw bones and everything and he took it back to where it was and he buried it again and so 
he knew that there was probably some fragments that were left over. So he believed this spirit when they said that. So he spent days digging it up and then he found it and then he put everything back where it was and then she like laughs at him and she's like, I'm just kidding, that's not me. Like that's not, that wasn't me, I'm not that, mm. that spirit. That's so weird. And so, yeah. And I don't know, like, I could never figure out if these were words they were hearing in their head or if these were words they were like hearing, hearing, like, throughout the house. I don't know. Probably throughout the house, if I had to guess. Like, yeah. just somebody that you think is, like, right next to you that you just hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, that is the story of the Bell Witch. Sounds so really short. Really short story. So, I looked up the movie. Um... There's, like, I think a couple, but they're, like, two-star rating, three-star rating. Like, they're not that great. Mm. So, I swore there was, like, they need to make, like, a really big movie. Yeah. I swear there was, but. I thought there was, too. Is there a show, maybe? Um, there's this movie called The Bell Witch Haunting. Um, and it, it was, like, three stars. And then there was another one. Which is weird because when I was looking at it, like, the pictures... Let me see it because I think I've seen one of those movies, I swear. When I was looking at the pictures... Mm, yeah, I've seen that. The Bell Witch Haunting. Haunting. I've seen that. Is it even about the Bell Witch? I don't remember, but I know I've seen it because my husband watches, like, two-star movies and I have to endure it. Um, but, yeah... I've seen I've because seen it, I think it's that. set in like 2000 or something. Yeah, it's not set in the 1800s. The 1800s, uh. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. One of them. There's one of them that's not. It's but yeah, I'm pretty 6. sure. I'm pretty sure I've seen that. But there is another one called Bell Witch. It's like a, but I don't know about that one. I know it was just two star. Yeah. But yeah, they need to make. Um, a better movie about that. It's mm-hmm. just crazy. I don't know. What do you think? It's a ghost or do you think it's a witch? Maybe it's a ghost or Could a, have demon. Been a demon. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say that. Probably a demon messing that's with them. messing with them and trying to um, get inside their head. Because they moved there in the 18. They moved there in 1804, but nothing started until like 18. 18- 17 and it's weird how it just started and the witch she knew like um also she knew a lot of scripture like she knew a lot of scripture she even knew scripture of things that like some people didn't know so that's also what makes me think it might have been a demon because you know oh yeah demons know because the whole bible supposedly yeah if it was a uh, ghost, it couldn't wander around like that and know something like that. So I feel like it's probably either a demon or was the witch, but I don't understand why she would lie. They also, um, the witch also, like, they had slaves, obviously, um, because this is back in the 1800s, and they, she would, like, torment the slaves on the property. Like, she didn't like the slaves at all. Mm-hmm. She would, like, turn them into supposedly like turn them into mules and things like that mm-hmm. and just weird stuff like that um like um uh this that season of american horror story whatever yeah. her name is yeah but yeah so there's also a cave on the property um 
where you can go, and that's like one of the legends say that that's where um, she would like resided, like was in the cave or whatever. But I mean, yeah, I that's know. what I Nobody saw ever when I, went, when went I to that. googled it. Yeah, there's something about a cave. I was like, what? Nobody ever, I guess, went to the cave or I, I don't know. But anyways, so yeah, just short and sweet little episode for you guys. Um, maybe we'll be back next week. I just don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, we'll 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 have some content out for you sometime. <laughs> um, I don't want to stop doing the podcast um, if I can help it, but we'll see. So hopefully you guys have a good weekend, a good rest of your week. Yes good rest of your day because this is on this will be uploaded on Sunday (laughs) so a good rest of your week and have a good weekend next week if we don't hear from you guys again and we will see you guys later Bye. bye